so I'm here in the cafe in Scandinavia. On, on Similina Island. On Similina Island, yeah. Off of Helsinki. Very nice. Similina. Semolina? Suomalina. Suomalina. Seafood dress. Suomalina. Suomalina. Yeah. And drinking local cider. Brewed on the island. Tin soldiers. Look, they've got an apostrophe S, so it's it's like, it's the soldiers. It belongs to the tin soldier. Yeah. It's easy to steal off a tin soldier, you can't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And then in front of us we've got a nice Russian Orthodox church. And we're looking at the back of it, so it's not the single greatest view. But it's oh. also a lighthouse. Oh, like, come on, it's top. lovely. Oh, but a bit at the top, yeah. it's a lighthouse. Yeah, it's a lighthouse, yeah, it's a lighthouse for the island. Yeah, I mean, I guess it doesn't work anymore. Multifunctional. Yeah. Well, churches have got to find a new reason to exist, haven't they? Yeah, like the one beside me is a like a broadcast aerial tower. Yeah, very nice. I really like it. You said it's unspectacular, but I like the angles and like because it's such clean. It's such clean light. Yes. <laughs> that <laughs> that makes light. it sound like I know what I'm talking about. Clean light. But because it's now on, it feels like everything's a topic. Like next up, baking with Chris Ekabusi. <laughs> It's youth hustling with Chris Eubank. Oh wow! Knowing you, knowing me. Oh wow! Is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, you've got to keep the energy up. Lots of lots of it. <laughs> youth hustling with Chris Eubank is my favourite though. What were the other ones? Monkey tennis. You know youth. <laughs> you know youth hustling with with uh, Chris, Chris Eubank. Eubank. Yeah, I think someone made it because yeah. Yeah. is Chris Eubank in on the joke or not? Because you've got no idea if he's in fact an incredibly intelligent man or a complete moron. Um, I listened to a London Real podcast with him and um, I, was, I was expecting something really profound and he was kind of full of shit. <laughs> Chris Eubank. Chris Eubank. He was like, English, like the warrior. It's like, what are you on about, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a guy who's probably not that bright who really wants to be that bright but also spent 20 years of his life having his head pounded in. Yeah, yeah good point. And the I mean, guy who thought it was a really good idea to get a big fucking tractor trailer and drive it around Brighton. He put a load of fireworks in a bin and sent them off and then scarred <laughs> some kid for life. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Not spending Noel Edmonds of them. Yeah, it is, isn't it? But Noel Edmonds has killed two children. Yeah, he's yeah. He's, like, yeah. One. <laughs> he's well behind. He's half an Edmonds. Yeah. I believe Noel Edmonds has killed three people. No, two. One fell out of the helicopter. Yeah, and what? the other one was on his show. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's a serial killer. <laughs> he's killed. Two, you don't kill two people by accident. You kill one person by accident. Did you? <laughs> did you ever see that amazing program that was on? It was like a sort of revival of Noel's House Party, but it wasn't, and it was on Sky One, and it was like I can't remember what it's called. Noel's Flat Party. Yeah, it was called Noel's something or other, right? And it was basically Noel's House Party, and um, it had a section on it called Bonkers Britain, where you could like, you know, it was basically the letters page of the Daily Mail. Oh my god, this right? is awful. It was amazing, but there's one. There's an amazing clip. You should look up on YouTube where he's reported someone has denied somebody access to something and it, bear in mind this is like 2008-9 and he looks straight down the camera and he's like you know how I, how I know I'm right? Nick Clegg agrees with me <laughs> <laughs> oh god yes and there's, and there's that other bit on it yeah, where he went where he he to goes, that councillor yeah and he's like I'm not taking any money for this programme I but your production company's getting paid a fortune just because you're not getting paid anything no you liar yeah exactly also, the way he sued makes, like, deal or no deal pseudo-mystical. I would love to go and deal or no deal and be like, what do you want first? One. <laughs> Next. Two. <laughs> What's your plan here, Ian? 
got some more. Three. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what he would, what he would then would do is go, oh, I like this, I like what you're doing yeah, here, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. it, yeah. Ooh, ooh. be like, what are you doing? You know, random chances. But you can't go in and say that because the banker would deliberately give you a low ball offer to dissuade other people from doing that. You've got to keep up the mystique. You make it sound like the banker's colluding with the game. Well, he is. Well, he's not. He's, he's like trapped. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's he's trapped uh, in the in the game and he's forced to make these. <laughs> so he's some kind of slave. Yeah. What always makes me laugh is um, the way Noel Noel always gets off the phone and he's always like, ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Doesn't anyway. think much of you. No, he's probably not gay. <laughs> but, but look, I've got interesting shirts. I don't think you should be. Yeah, all right, fine. Says your poof. <laughs> <laughs> Three grand. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny? What is funny is uh, uh, I watched one where the, uh, the it was like she had three boxes left, and one of them was like uh, uh, something like forty-five grand or around that area, seventy-five or something like that. And then the other one was like a hundred, and the other one was something like five p. And so she picked the last box, and it was seventy-five grand. So she'd lost it, right? And so then the banker phones up and makes a deal of something like you know. 30 quid and she goes I'm not going to take it and the crowd went whoa yeah. <laughs> they applauded it's like of course she doesn't she's not going to take it yeah. it's like it's just, it's, she's doing some massive gamble it's like you've just lost 75,000 pounds yeah no one cares if you're going to take 100 quid Cosmic um, ordering though on Noel's house party did you think that Mr Blobby was funny because I reckon he was genuinely hilarious oh no he's, he was <laughs> oh yeah was bear in mind we were like 10 or 11 no, at the no, time I reckon, I reckon if we watch it now we'd but, find him funny oh no not, not, not long ago Blubby, maybe, blubby, blubby. maybe four or five years ago, I sat and watched an episode of Noel's House Party, and it was brilliant. Yeah. The only thing that bugged me was wait till I get you home and the smug little kids they had on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on them, you're like I a little bit, yeah, mm, daddy stomp on her or whatever. I just, oh, piss off. What were we saying before then? And Noel's House Party, so I watched an episode of it, and it was really good. Yeah, um, it was actually really no, good. We were talking the about production of it was also massive, wasn't it? Like it was. Oh yeah, massive, they, they massive, went for awesome it. They really and went I, for no, it. and I loved, and I also loved the fact that the crowd were all like. Yeah. Well into it, yeah. Like, they went mental for well, it. I have yeah. not seen a crowd so manically into it unless do you remember Friday Night kid, Project. It was because it was kids TV. It's basically kids for TV adults. for adults, yeah. and like people get gunged and stuff. And but it's always like massive celebrities. Do you remember MTV? Mm. Like it's Alan Shearer. I was like, go. There's yeah. like some fart guy be like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but do you remember <laughs> when they had Chris Evans on it, and Chris Evans was having an affair at the time? And he was sitting on the sofa with the girl he was having an affair with. He was still married to that Caroline, whatever her name is. And, and, he, and, and they went, go. And they went there. And she literally did like a backflip behind the sofa. And then, and then they were like, Noel was going, is someone there with you? And he was like, oh, no. And you could tell they'd been caught out. And I thought it was his wife. <gasps> oh, I really never heard of yes. it. Yes, yeah. amazing. amazing. Who have I never got heard of caught, He got caught having an affair on He's no Edmonds now. You're right, actually. You never see him in the same room together. <laughs> Yeah, but um, no, Mr. Blobby was one of the one of those funniest people ever. Yeah, but there's certain anarchist-like yeah. style puppets. One of them is Sooty, uh, no Sweep from Sooty and Sweep. Yeah, yeah. One, Emu, Emu, totally, totally nuts. <laughs> Zippy, who was basically a, a violent skinhead. Yeah, and uh, Mr. Blobby, he was just like this kind of drug, basically Osborne. <laughs> <laughs> Why is no one made that? That, that is amazing. 
All you need is a can of Foster's in his head and it's Osborne, isn't it? A can of Foster's and a shirt. I'm not going to take your hand and Foster's, Mr. Swarby. That's amazing. That is just amazing. Well, let's make sure we watch a Mr. Blobby later. I just imagine it's Osborne. Uh, yeah. Now I'm going to go back, watch loads of Mr. Uh, Mr. Blobby. And I was going to call him Mr. Osborne. Watch loads of Mr. Osborne. And be like, oh no, here comes Mr. Osborne. <laughs> like smashing through the door. Osborne, 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 we're smashing. <laughs> that is brilliant. <laughs> he is Osborne. <laughs> Why has no one made that? Uh... <laughs> the most famous thing about Mr. Blobby in Scotland is definitely they had um, Will Curling on there, like when he was cut the England rugby team was or this whatever. Pre or post fucking <laughs> Princess Diana? Uh, Will Carling probably during, is... but before it came out. I, he's right. such a dick, Will Carling. It's unbelievable. Um, um, when he got to fuck the most famous woman in the world, uh, that's yeah. probably but why he did it. She wasn't fit. Diana? Mm. Yeah, she wasn't fit, but it's contextual. Yeah, but he wasn't. Ne- he didn't necessarily have sex with. It wasn't like Diana, Princess Anne, or Death. Right. No, but she's, a, <laughs> but she's the most famous woman in the world. His ego, obviously, which he's got a large ego. See what I did. I've sort of met him because we had um, when I went to the World Cup. My mate. Um, he works for Heineken, and they had like this big Heineken TV production, and he was. They had basically interviews, and for, randomly, he was interviewing Rio Ferdinand's. And Rio Ferdinand, compared to Will Carling, just seemed like the most normal, soundest guy in the world. Yeah. And Will Carling just came across as an arrogant toff that didn't want to talk to anyone there. Because we were all kind of like in the background watching them talk and shit. He's not... And he just didn't... He was just... He was just... just thought he's, he not, was, he's not smashing mm. through the boundaries of um, proving that rugby players are nice guys. Yeah. Well, what's the story I was going to I was gonna say? When they had him on there, it was like... Uh, right, um, one of the things they were like... Uh, Right, we're going to have to, you know, we're doing the uh, Mr. Blobby stuff, and it's like, Will, we're going to have to say, you know, we're going to say, we're going to give you a shirt and you're a captain of the British rugby team. We're just like, yeah, but I'm, I'm captain of England. So it's like, yeah, but, you know, it's going out, going out across the UK, you know, we just want to keep it there. So we're going to say, you know, you're playing for the British rugby team. And he went, oh, come on, we don't really care about the jocks, do we? And I'll, I'll swear to God, everyone in Scotland my age or older knows this and is incredibly hungry about it. <laughs> oh, what a dickhead. He said that, but he said it's a joke. Mm, he probably said it as a uh, half se- no, semi- Yeah, he, he he thought I'm making a funny, but he meant it. Yeah, and then yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. know, and then it was like showing up the thing. Like you know, when they have the insert video, you could tell he was a bit like, "That could give you in trouble." Where's he even getting ice cream from? There's ice cream shop down the way, and also swam. Lots, know, the corner lots shop. of people are walking past us with um, ice cream. It's like getting not busy. That's not the right word, but you know, it's a thoroughfare. Isn't it? It's a thoroughfare. Isn't I it? guess maybe a, a bus, a, a bus boat, boat bus, ferry has just come in. Ah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right, do you want to talk about last night? What happened last night? Nothing really that interesting happened last yeah, night. Yeah, where did we go? Recap, uh, I can't remember. Uh, well, we went in, We went to the cathedral place. We sat on the steps of the cathedral because we found it. No, no, uh, booze. I'm talking about saying after that, and then we went and had the pizza. Yeah, the pizza at the pizza place. Yeah, all right. And, and that guy gave us uh, a recommendation. To somewhere we didn't want a recommendation, which was like some kind of summer fair. And I had reindeer and it didn't taste good. Well, yeah, right, and we ended up at, um, initially an Irish bar. No, not an Irish bar, a pub. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, British yeah, bar. we went there, which was good because it was yeah, kind of dingy okay, and depressing. Yeah, it really was authentic, yeah. It, was, it had that authentic feeling Didn't of... Did we ever drink somewhere before there? Well, the place where we had a pizza. All oh, right. Okay. Right. Okay. I thought we were. Yeah, we had a thing. we had a drink in the pizza pizzeria. 
and then and then the and, and Ian ate reindeer just to just oh, which is awful. I don't think I can eat reindeer. That's Rudolph. Yeah, no one. <laughs> and then we had the idea to go to the hipster part of town. Yeah, and then we went the wrong way, which was completely the wrong way. But we did find it. But we did find a hipster bar uh, of sorts. I would say. Yeah, yeah, bar loose. Bar loose. I would yeah. say it was an alternative bar. It was. It was. It was really like the Barfly in Camden. That's what it was like. And it had a lot of the women Maybe in a bit cooler than the Barfly, but yeah, it was it had a Camden kind of vibe. I don't know. You say maybe a bit cooler, less cool. Because really? it's yeah, it's just in the middle of Helsinki. You know, Camden's really cool. You just don't think it is because it's on your doorstep. And no, you go no, I like time. Camden, but we're, all of a sudden we've changed it because we're talking about the whole place as an individual place. I don't think the Barfly's that great. Uh, well, it's got a lot of history. It's got a lot. It's got a lot, got a lot of, of musical play, history. Yeah, yeah, a lot of bands have played there. Yeah. And anyway, right. So we went there, and then we where did we go after? We left Barloose. Well, yeah. we went. Then we, we tried. tried to, we tried to go to the Bonk, and then realised it was it was yeah. empty. But that was, yeah, that had bands on as well. And then we found that Spanish place. Eventually. Which was great. Yeah, the Spanish place oh, was Oh, that was very good. Yeah, Despite you making good. us drink Jaeger and ginger, Jaeger ginger, and ginger ale. Really nice. Really, don't you it think? Tasted it tasted really nice. nothing. It tasted of medicine or something to me. But that's Jaeger. Yeah, I know. But normally Jaeger's done in shots. So you just get it over and done with quickly. <laughs> well, so that was like a prolonged drink. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, I, thought it was, I thought it was very but nice. This side is a prolonged drink, but I'm really enjoying it. And they had nice glasses. They are good, weighty, They're lovely glasses. Grippy, yeah. good with a little the, 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 the finger grip on it. Yeah, yeah, really good, really good. good. And then we chatted to some girls there in a non-sexual, lecturous way about where we should go. And they got, got a recommendation for tonight, which is going to include a Finnish electro DJ. Yeah, if we want a DJ well, literally zone. made of yeah. electric. Yeah, <laughs> um, I think we should. I think we should see a Finnish electro DJ, even if it's only for an hour, whatever. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? We'll go in. It'll just be. It might be some good. Actually, it might be good. It'll be good. It might be good. It might be good. Right, so, and then, um, and then, uh, we <laughs> left Millibans. And we went, Millibans. we went to, yeah, we went to a club called Millie Club. Millibans. Uh, renamed Millibans. Millibans. <laughs> and, um, and it was, it was, it no, was. No one was there for a long time. Yeah, it was pretty awful. people turned up. It, it never really got that good. But we had a lot of long drink. We had a lot of long drink. Which is Finland's drink that I've never heard of before. It. Which is on, t- it's gin and tonic on, on tap. On tap, yeah. Gin, gin and grape Gin on and tap. grape, yeah. Weird. Yeah. Nice. I like it. It was alright, and it's five and a half percent, and you drink pints of it. <laughs> it's a bit mental. In fact, it's called long drink. is so nondescript. Right, it's, it's a long it drink, isn't it? Yeah, no, it is. But I mean, a long drink could be anything. It doesn't tell you that it's gin. Um, right, I'm I'm really in need of a shit. Like really in need. I of need one. to go for this. Is this is this is what every podcast would. Just say. <laughs> it's going to descend into someone leaving for a shit. Probably me. As we've just about finished our ciders and just about finished with the sun. Shall we get on the get on the boat home? Well, guys? Let's go and look at more stuff. Let's go and wander around. There's more. And find more, yeah. more the, there's more. We'll see there's more to Ireland. Dad, <laughs> there it is. Um, no, there is. We went one way out of the thing. There's another way you could totally go. There's totally another way you can go. All yeah, right. let's do it. All right, let's uh, let's turn this off. Okay, we're back on. Yeah, we are. Uh, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about what we did yesterday then, after doing this. We're going to talk about where we are now. Yeah, that's okay. not a bad idea. We're in the ferry ports, waiting to go to Tallinn. Um, it might just be. And all, all you can hear is here. Amy Winehouse. That's not really. Oh that yeah, much here. Not, yeah. Do we, do, are we going to run into copyright issues? 
no one's going to listen yeah, to this, <laughs> might, listen might to this podcast right. apart from us once. <laughs> yeah. No, that is so true. Yeah, so what did happen yesterday? I can't even remember. Well, no, well, once we, we did the thing and then we saw more of, we saw more the, of the island. Islands. More of the island, including the big guns. I think those people over there are eating sweet potato chips. Sweet potato actual chips, you know, not crisps. Um, I love a sweet potato chip. I'm down with sweet potato. Yeah, sweet potato chips, are, it, it's almost, they're almost better than normal chips. Almost. They're, no, I think they're just as good, but they're different. I think potatoes are <laughs> separate. No, but they're separate but equal, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're less carby, apparently, but still more carby well, than people think. It's not starch. Because they're not potatoes. They're not, they're not, they're not even potato-related, as people say sweet potato. Really? They're not potato? No, they're like a yam, aren't they? Yeah, they're not, they're not even part of the family. Oh, OK. Yeah. This is podcast cattle, this is. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know more about what we did yesterday then. So, once all the rest of the thing, then we came back to Tallinn. Helsinki. We had, some Helsinki. Nice, <laughs> we had some nice beers in Beer Beer. Yeah, we were, because it was a lovely it is day. Really, really, we got, basically got, got sunburned. Weather. We all got a bit sunburned. And the, the, I got highly sunburned for 90 minutes, <laughs> and that was it. That was weird. Yeah, I got very sunburned just sitting outside Beer Beer. We were only allowed two beers. Oh, it's starting to build up now, isn't it? It's starting to get busy. Um, we actually did have two beers, so that made sense. And then when the sun went, in true British style, we waited until the sun had gone. And then we went, and then we had pizza, good pizza, badly organised place. We went for a, went for a um, Bad sleep first. Yeah, well, well <laughs> not together. You, you went for a sleep. I but did you not sleep? I think I probably nodded off, yeah. Oh, I fully slept. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, need that. Need to sleep. Uh, yeah, we had that nice but badly organised pizza. Right, look at that man eating. Bad nights. No nice thing. That man eating that sweet potato, like chips. He's the most Scandinavian man I've ever seen. He's got. An, he reminds me of the sea captain from Tintin. Yes, he he's does. Got, <laughs> he's got an incredible polo neck. Yeah, yeah. he does. He, it's he, a really thick, well knitted polo neck. Yeah, I've, I've never pulled off a polo neck. I think I'm going to try. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a difficult. I think I think either you're known for polo necks, or <laughs> you're known for, <laughs> or you don't. Or what yeah, happens is, are like, oh, it's polo neck John, or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, what happens is if you wear, if you don't wear a polo neck and then you suddenly wear one, it's like everyone's like, what the fuck are you doing? I think people will get used to it. A yeah, little the, bit the correct like, answer would be uh, I'm wearing a polo neck. Yeah, true, <laughs> but I think you need to you need to. It's like, if I wear a hairband every day, which I do a lot of the time, even people at work don't, don't really care about it anymore. But if I came in with a polo neck on, people would lose their shit. There's a guy in my work who wears a polo neck. have overestimated your relevance to everyone at work. Yeah, well, true. Now I'll probably give the shit. But there's a guy at work who wears a polo neck, and my mate went to make a joke to him, and he called him over, and the joke was, uh, Steve Jobs wants his polo neck back. And the moment he said Steve Jobs, the bloke walked off. He's <laughs> like he didn't even get halfway through saying it. He was like, Steve Jobs, and he just sobbed off. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, then we went to a banging club. Yeah, it's well, we went. Oh, 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 you're, you're skipping out your stuff. So, so yeah, after the, the, after the, the pizza, pizza with the bad pizza, but Which was very, very nice. I duck, never a duck in a pizza. Oh, and there was a toilet that was... <laughs> there was a toilet that was not at the back of the cubicle, and... Did, yeah. it, and did, did anyone take a photo of that? Yeah, I yeah, did. but oh, you can't see the photo so much. It doesn't really make sense. <laughs> yeah, but it's well. amazing. But it was like... A very, very poor use of space. Oh, that's the lid on the floor. I'm not picking it up. Um, yeah, it was, it was like... Um, 
<laughs> there's like a about a five foot cubicle like in terms of from door to the back of the cubicle but the toilet was like three and a half foot in so, so, you're, so your knees are right next to the door and there's so, all this space behind the toilet it's just like like nothing there at all yeah it's like a proper practical joke isn't it yeah or a plumbing mistake yeah or a massive plumbing error and then they were like oh it's just gonna have to stay there warning massive plumbing error yeah that's a sign you don't want to see uh, yeah so we came out of there and then we went to walk into town to get the taxi because we figured out where the taxi rank would be uh, and then we went to the what was the name of the place? well we went to the hipster district yeah, we had a map. Yeah, is it called the hipster district? it is well in the no, well, it, it no, wasn't it has official Helsinki literature it'll be a really long name that we can't pronounce so the hipster district was basically like three bars if that Oh, I think I think there was more to it than that, but we chose a part of the hipster zone where there were three bars in a row. Oh yeah, first, we did. Yeah, the, the first bar had dentist sort of lighting. I feel like I feel like we're on like Radio One in the eighties where we're talking of just whams playing in the background. <laughs> I discovered what we did last night. Yeah. Well, I tell you, I really had a cracking beef stew. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, good morning. Did they say, oh, in the eighties? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing Tony Blackburn didn't, but it feels wrong out of his mouth. No, Tony Blackburn. Look what's happened to him. He's got, he got sacked, didn't he, for some Savile-style... Did he? Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he got he, caught up. They got him in the end. He's been caught up with Savile Gate somehow, but I don't really know to what extent. I wouldn't have thought with Tony Blackburn. Yeah, you wouldn't have thought <laughs> with Tony Blackburn. Well, actually, what the fuck am I talking about? You would definitely thought with Tony Blackburn. No, he's he's no. a creepy, mental, weird old man. Just yeah, like Sandler was, just way. like um, Rolf Harris was. Rolf Harris is the most disappointing one. Talk about hiding in plain sight. What are you talking well, about? He's a complete fruitcake no, weirdo. The one from Radio 5 Live is the most disappointing one, I think. Who's that? Radio 5 Live? Paul Gambaccini? No. Dave Lee Travis? You must know who he is. I don't listen to Radio 5, but what do you mean? What Colin you Montgomery? There was a guy that, an old Who's Colin Montgomery? Um, football commentator that got done for it. John Watson. Barry Davis. He was, he was like um, Stuart on, Hall yes oh he's not, I don't think it was a fool yeah but okay yeah yeah, yeah, yeah he Stuart did do Hall yeah he, no, definitely oh, he was yeah. awful Stuart Hall that, that was, was that 100% was apparently him. I didn't I didn't read it but someone on Facebook posted a status update about it and they were talking about his speech when he got caught and was found guilty and stuff like to the press and it was basically along the lines of poor me um, is this I, Stuart I, Hall? Yeah, I've been through. Yeah, it is, he's the, it's a knockout guy. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he did some terrible it's things. It's a cock out. <laughs> no, the worst one is that fucking uh, prick. Um, what's he called? The one the one that Viz has got a joke. If he's so good at PR, why does everyone think he's a cunt? Oh, Max Clifford. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. I'm like, you know, the cunt. Oh, Max Clifford. He, um, no, he was terrible. What he did was he was um, having a sexual resource with a abuse it was abuse basically with a, like a 13 year old girl or something and then what, what he was saying to her was um, you know who I am I've got um, photographers in the bushes taking pictures of this you know no one's going to believe you I've got dirt on you if you tell anyone or anything oh, like that but that dirt is fun. having sex with him I don't know how effective a blackmail strategy that is yeah but she she was like I'm, I want to kill myself she, she was considering suicide because she was in such a bind about it I mean like of a grown man to do that to her anyway but now he's in prison um, but again, hiding in plain sight. Man, everyone thought was a cunt turns out to be a cunt. Uh, yeah, but not necessarily that kind of cunt. Just your acceptable, annoying type. Yeah, no, well, yeah, just you know, 
I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed it. Why were we talking about Tony Blackburn? Because Juan was playing. Yeah, it was oh, 80s yeah. radio, etc. Yeah. Anyway, we went to a bar that was good. We all enjoyed it. I had a bit of an issue with the way they poured the beers. They were all pre-poured. Yeah, it was yeah. pre-poured beers, and just sitting there going yeah. warm and flat. And then they give you one. I think that's out of order. You I go to a bar. You go to a bar. Really odd. So you can get a freshly poured fizzy cold pint. Yeah, only and they well, it wasn't even busy. It wasn't like time saving. It was just probably. And I they, guess it is time saving later on. We disagree on the glasses as well. They don't fill the glasses. Yeah, it's every, a pint glass or more or less a pint glass. That it's about three quarters full. It's yeah. more like, anyway. It's four fifths. But I think the idea of not having a pool. <laughs> <laughs> I think five is four fifths. Yeah, no. <laughs> right, no, but just the whole idea. Of it might be two thirds. Not having to. That'd be less. Yeah, but that's our point. It might be two thirds because the, t- the top bit of, of a glass is the widest. It's definitely bit. more than that. Anyway, the point is a significant not, amount. Not, no, a third not, is bigger than a not fifth. Not spilling. Yeah. So two thirds is less booze than four fifths. Correct. All right, carry on. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I just like that you don't spill it when you're carrying it. I think it's quite good. I think it's a better idea. Yeah, but they should add, they, what they should do then is they should pour you a pint and have a bigger than a pint glass. Yes, yeah, okay, fine. But I mean, it's up to them what they're measured. Oh, fuck's sake. Yeah, I know. But there is more than a spillage missing amount at the top. I would say there is significantly more than that. Yeah, it's like you can see it there. I think it's just it's super safe. You can never spill that. You could, you could. It's like an egg and spoon race <laughs> where you've like glued the egg to the spoon. Cheating. It's, yeah, it's how appetising do they look? Yeah, it does look good, doesn't it? It's look good. Although, then again, I like that four fifths of a pint is like just enough really it's actually a good amount of alcohol it is but I always like the idea of this is your glass this is what you pay for it's full and it's ah look at that waiting to drink whilst that's like so weird it's so almost there, like there someone else some, has had a go on it there must be some regulation where um, where they're like this is the standard yeah, well, well Finland has got a problem with booze isn't it so maybe they reduce well the compared height. to most places but <laughs> not from our point of view yeah no true yeah he does look like the captain out of Tintin. Tintin, yes. He really does. Now, there's a film that I think is quite good. I've never watched it. Who what, plays Tintin? One this, this it's, it's like, it's, uh, it's plays animation Tintin? over live action. Maybe. It's the uh, Spielberg it's one that's relatively recent. Yeah, I've not seen it. No, I've seen it and I wasn't expecting that much from it and quite enjoyed it. I don't know, I don't like Tintin. Don't know. There's Russell Crowe playing that guy. Yeah, he, I think he, should, he, do. Yeah, he should do. Oh, really? Yeah. Sounds right. Kind of rings a bell. And also, um, also over there, there's two sets of bright red trousers. No, three. Someone else is coming in. <laughs> Maybe red trousers is There's a guy downstairs with like sort of mustard trousers and like purple blazer. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. yeah. You, uh, he's pretty dapper, actually, to be fair. It's, uh, people have been quite well dressed in Helsinki. Yeah. Or, well, Levenger, because it might not be my test. What I mean is, people have put in a lot of effort. Yeah. It always turned out well. Nice and clean. Um, but we are in the middle of town. And um, so, anyway, yeah, we were not. Bar place last night, which was good. It was it was actually uh, really yeah, good. I, I really had, liked it. We had a good time in there. And then we went to that club, and which co- we struggled to find because it was probably right behind where we were. Yeah, already. it was behind where we were rather than next door. Which is confusing. Too, so that confused us. And then met those nice people in the queue who were very drunk. Yeah, yes. they were just openly smashing booze in the in the queue. And apparently that's fine. Yeah, and no one cared. No one was worried. There was no beef at all, was there? That guy's having a tequila shot. Look. Oh God, almighty. 
right, just to, just to clarify, it is half past two in the afternoon, <laughs> and he's and, and they're having beers and tequila. Lads yeah. on tour. Yeah, we're calling it the night. Like, you know what? We're going finish lads on tour. Yeah, we're going. Oh, yeah, I bet they do. We're going into town. Yeah, yeah, for a big booze. Weekend, yeah. So that's, that's like our equivalent of going to Brighton. Yeah. yeah. Well, look at that. Look at that. Brighton's quite a distance from me, but yeah. Good. Just boosh. Straight down. Um, yeah, and then it's yeah, and I had an alternative long drink last night. Uh, not not just uh, standard we long had drink, but cranberry, cranberry long drink. drink. We had yeah. long drinking bottles last night in the club. in bottles. Yeah, they give you glass bottles and then you're allowed to go onto the dance floor with them. Yes, that was fine as well. You know why? Because people aren't just going to get leery and smash each other up. Yeah, what's that there about? There wasn't even the hint of an argument anywhere. No, there wasn't, there wasn't even a single bit of beef. Yeah, it's a very peaceful, respectful place. Yeah, there was like, when I went into the toilet, there was a people big group of blokes. to be happy. Not because yeah. they're angry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, and they, anyway, they, they, they were kind of like a, a group, of, group of lads in the toilet and they were all meeting each other and doing handshakes and being all like, yeah, like, yeah. and I just, and I got, I just thought, if that was England, there'd be a bad vibe immediately. Well, I met those two on the way home. I met those two Finnish guys who were like, yeah, come for a drink with us. <laughs> yeah, and then, you, and then, you, came, and then so, you came back to the hostel with your cock out. <laughs> so Ian left the club before Jamie and I. When we got back, we came in and we had the light off and we were tiptoeing around not making any noise. And after yeah. about 10 minutes, we figured out that Ian was like... <laughs> <laughs> I went to look to see if he was awake or not. And it's like, I've been living in here. It's like getting changed in the pitch black. Yeah. Then he, he, he comes in with, literally with his cock out. That uh, didn't happen. Uh, uh, you had your, okay, all right, you had your, your belt was undone. Oh, I just went for a piss. Oh. I went for a piss before I came in the room. Convenience. All right, yeah. And then last and night, just to clarify, it was great music. It was a, some Finnish electro. Yeah, it was good. Oh, it was really good. Got really, got really dirty in the end. Like, and when I was standing right next to it's so weird when you go to a club like that and everyone just faces the front yeah. and just stares at some bloke on a laptop, basically. <laughs> and he, but he was doing the whole knob twiddling thing where, he, where it was like, and he was just building up. Yeah, I know. It sounds like. Look. But they've, they've now put on the ice hockey. Yeah, the, the um, Mr. Muscle, uh, they're doing it. Right, I think I'm going to call this a day because um, the background noise is getting too much. Fair enough. Yeah, all right. Well, well right. you can watch uh, France versus Finland yeah, ice hockey. we'll pick this up in Estonia, guys. Yeah. Hey. All right. Yeah. Can I just say this session is an association with Hartwell Original Long Drink, except no imitations. <laughs> it is, yeah. They're all drinking long drinks. It's a new drink. It's the drink of the holiday. Yeah, it's a new drink that they're mad for in Finland and Estonia called Long Drink, which is basically gin and tonic, as you can hear me pouring a refreshing glass. Look at that, actually. That's but there's no tonic. It's mm. grape juice. It's grape juice instead of tonic. And it's called Long Drink. Which is fantastically generic. Anyway, cheers, guys. Yeah, cheers. cheers. A In the heart of Tallinn. Yeah. Old, old town. Old town Tallinn. Mm. That's our uh, that's our sponsor right there. Yeah. I've got too much ice already. It's stressing me out. It's that's going to dilute the taste too much. What a waste of perfectly good ice. I know, but we've got a whole tray of it. Right. So we're in a Airbnb. An Airbnb. In the centre of the Tallinn 
Old Town, well, not in the centre of the town, Old Town, but in the Old Town. Yeah, no, really nice. And it's yeah. lovely. And so we've got a bit of a view down over... It's a bit of a mental flat, though, isn't it? Yeah. I was going to say, for, because you said Airbnb, for people who are elderly, or like me, can you explain what Airbnb is? Airbnb <laughs> is... What is this newfangled Airbnb? Yeah, I, I still actually don't know. It's amazing that you don't know what Airbnb is. Basically, people have properties that they let out on a website called Airbnb. So and you rent out your flat for a small yeah. period of time? Okay, that makes sense. I now understand why we're here. And there's always, it's quite, it's done in quite a personal way, so you always know who the owner is, and it's it's a really good website, and you can message them prior to arrival and all this kind of stuff, and it's always quite cheap. So it's a good way to see cities, and that's what we're doing right now. Yeah, no, it's good. It's um, good. But the flat is, it's like a massive open plan flat, um, kind of hippie-ish, which is a hippie-ish vibe. It's, yeah. it's very cluttered. There's a lot of plants. It's not clean. You're not. We're not Scandinavia anymore. It's yeah. a bit Arabic. Yeah, it is a little with, bit. But with random boxes lying around in the bedroom that Ian and I are sharing the beds. There's like a big sort of fake kind of wall there, isn't there? On the left hand side, as you go down, it's like that's all a big fake wall. I don't know. I've not. I've There's loads of fake them. walls all over the all over. The place. It's really weird. I've just realised that it says original on the long drink and they've got gin in big letters because it's full of gin. Original! Oh, oh, I've yeah. literally just realised. Yeah. That is good. Yeah. Very good. Have I not noticed it? No. Particularly, now it's staring me in the face. Yeah. Gin! Yeah, <laughs> Particularly being in a language that's not where they're trying to sell it. Bizarre. Um, yeah, no, the fact that we don't have access to uh, iron or ironing board yeah, she was very proud to say about that. Um, and then we spent about twenty minutes trying to get in last night yeah. with the uh, with the key, which didn't work in the lock. I was worried. I thought we might not be able to, <coughs> and it was late, and we were tired. Yeah. So relieved to say the least when we did actually get in. And I was I was very upset because I really needed a pee. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was actually almost and I, kept, and, I, and I had to go downstairs like three times, but there was like city warden type people booking cars that weren't supposed to be parked there. So I couldn't go in front of them, obviously. And then, like, the third time I went down, they were just still inside the house, but sitting in their car. So I had to go around the corner and pee on historic talent, which I feel bad about. But you're British, that's what you need. Yeah, I've, I've marked my territory. Needs must. Yeah. What I liked today, my highlight, was that old dude playing ACDC tunes, walking down the road, just with a speaker, like, blaring it out. Pretty cool. I wouldn't say it was a highlight at all. No, it was wicked. What a legend. I feel like we've missed a lot out though, the whole of yesterday. So, when we were... Well, the weather was shit. Weather was Yeah, we got, shit. yeah, yeah. But it was did, better, it was better here than it was in Helsinki. But we had, we, we got a boat, which was 15 euros? 20, 20 euros 20 each. 20 euros each. Four, eight, so the ferry, four, eight, two oh, and so the last time we were talking was before the ferry. Yeah. yeah. This is post-ferry chat. Well, um, no, but including ferry chat. Yes, including ferry. Yes. This is post-boarding chat. Yeah, yes, yes. okay. Um, but we were all impressed with the ferry, weren't we? Yeah, it's really nice. What we got... We Astounding. Got, really, really happy with it. We got, like, a crap Vegas... Like, really crap Vegas show because the band set up and then set, didn't yeah. play. J-Ho, give them the name. Yeah. Yeah. Which was good, which was good. J-Ho, they, it, they, took they, about, it took them about 20 minutes to get their banner up and they yeah, didn't even play. Yeah, they set up, they sound-checked... <laughs> And then they just disappeared and didn't come back on and play, which was amazing. But yeah, they didn't get the banner up. I'm secretly happy they didn't play because it would have been. Lost. I'm not secretly happy. I'm, I'm quite just open about it. Happy. Yeah. 
No, and it, it was good. good. It was, and we had a nice spot next to the bar. We had a few drinks, and it was all very reasonably priced. Oh, so hungover. That whole of yesterday, yesterday was, was so hungover. But yeah, it was very hungover yesterday, and it did rain all day. Yeah, really like cold. It Italian. was literally like we were in in the West End. It was just full of drunk pissheads in the cold and wet. And the <laughs> the club we went to was like a kind of West high end West End club. Yeah, that's exactly what it was like. And it was full of hot Russian women. Yeah, who were, who were deeply ah, yeah, okay. who were deeply unfriendly and it was just so crowded, it was horrible. Yeah, none of them had sex with me. What's wrong with them? Yeah, I know. It was called Studio, and the sign outside was a big S that Jamie somehow couldn't see. <laughs> yeah, because you know it's like one of those optical illusions where you look at... Everyone was looking at the light bits, and I was looking at it anyway, it doesn't matter. But yeah, suffice to say, it's a big S. It was, um, it was a bit... It was... It was alright, the music was good, but it was too... Well, it was the music just mega downstairs crowded. was really, really bad, I hated it. But when we went upstairs, the music was a lot better, and meant that I had a pretty good night. It yeah, was, it was okay. It was okay. It was just you couldn't move at all. Very different to Helsinki. We felt like when we were in Helsinki that we really saw Helsinki what it felt like to be yes. in in Finland. Whilst this is very touristy, so even though it seemed, it was run by locals, but it just felt it was just very. It was like a vibe of being at home when you're in a nightclub where a bunch of people are pissed and fights might happen. Yeah, when it was in Helsinki, That's at no good. point did that. Feel remotely like it was. It was yeah. Estonians that were out last night. It wasn't. Well, I'm sure there were some tourists there. Look where we are. We were right in the middle of the tourist zone. But there were a lot of Estonians. A lot of Estonians. Yeah. A lot of Estonians that just weren't bothered by us. They didn't hate us or aggressive towards us. They just weren't interested in us. Well, we're just background well, noise, in, aren't we? We're tourist in, background noise. In, in Finland, I think people were interested in us. Yeah. Why are you coming? Because no one goes to Helsinki. Yeah. Who does? Us. Yeah. Yeah. Helsinki was good. And we drank some of that um, local shots, which was like, it was like, what's that stuff called? Sambuca. It was like Sambuca. Yeah, we had a shot of Sambuca. But it was dark. But it wasn't Sambuca, yeah, it was... It tasted a lot. It, it was very aniseedy in the same way that Sambuca is. Good review, guys. Oh, Depeche Mode. We haven't mentioned Depeche Mode. Oh, the Depeche Mode the, bar. The, the Depeche Mode bar, which was somehow a challenge to find. <laughs> no, explain what, what, what... So we went into another bar, a Scottish bar, which was the cheapest bar. That we've... Stereotypes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, Tom said, do you know how to get to the Depeche Mode bar? And the guy behind the bar said, yes, but I can't direct you. Like, in a really <laughs> matter of fact, like... Tough shit, guys. Yeah. Like it was like so, like you had to fucking go through a wardrobe to Narnia or something. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, you can only get there if you believe or some shit. <laughs> yeah, but uh, anyway, yeah, contrary to that, he then got him up and marked where it was, and we got in there. Yeah, and it was it was and, and, and once he gave us that map, it became clear and easy. So he was doubting himself unnecessarily. But everyone in the Depeche Mode bar was like. I don't know, 45? Yes. And big groups of, like, ladies, especially... Who clearly loved Depeche Mode, which makes sense. Yeah, who loved Depeche Mode and just was kind of there for the fact that it was called the Depeche Mode bar. Just a really weird which concept. Which is why we were there as well, because just purely on the basis that this is a very odd concept and I want to see it. And they had uh, Depeche Mode Live in Berlin 2006 DVD, which they were playing in the loop. So it's not like they even played like every Depeche Mode song possible or different DVDs. I was a bit disappointed by the fact they were just showing a Depeche Mode DVD. I thought that they would... What did you expect? 
I was expecting them to be taken through a whole back catalogue of all the old stuff, maybe. I didn't like Depeche Mode that much. Right. Yeah, I expected like they that would have That was the like, back catalogue, though. Yeah, no, but it's one, but it's one show, so and it was on TV, so I get why they want to have them on TV because it's an extra sensory okay, that's experience. Pretty, that's right. But why didn't they just have like literally every single song of theirs ever on a playlist and on random? That would have been uh, a better yeah, idea. Yeah, that would have been that would have been a lot better idea. Like I don't even particularly like Depeche Mode, but if I run a Depeche Mode bar, I'd be able to come up with it. It'd be a weird choice if you did. What's up? There's a gap in the market. In Tallinn, there's only one Depeche Mode bar. If you have the better Depeche Mode bar, you're going to oh, imagine up. that. Yeah. <laughs> just clean up. <laughs> that is actually amazing. You, like, you want to go to that Depeche Mode bar? Yeah, don't go to the shit Depeche Mode <laughs> bar. Go to the good Depeche I'd Mode bar. It, I would call. I'd call it Depeche Mode. Um, I'd probably have. You call it Depeche Mode Pub. <laughs> well, I'd have what I'd have great directions. I'd make sure everyone knew where it was. Yeah. Uh, or you just open another bar, but it's dedicated to like I don't know Barry Manilow or something. <laughs> or you have like a, a Coldplay bar, or you'd have like a an ACDC bar. The, the idea I of think an ACDC bar, bar would be a good one. Yeah. I don't think a Coldplay. No, but I think they've no. I actually think they've nailed it with Depeche Mode in that it's. Some people really, really like him, so if you like it, they're definitely going there, yeah. right? And it's just weird enough, but well-known enough, that people like us are like, why have they done that? We yeah. have to go to it. I yeah. imagine a lot of people do that. It's exactly yeah. the right level of fame is Depeche Mode bar. Be more successful, I think, as I said last night, a Beatles bar, which everyone would be like, oh, fuck that. You need, you need a band with a big enough back catalogue. To no, you just need one that's got one live DVD. You're fine. Sorry. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> yeah. Have they played live? Yeah. yeah. More than an hour. Yeah. Right. We've got them. Yeah. Well, you can have like a bar which is 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 dedicated to like a band of the same level, uh, like a Pearl Jam bar. I don't know if a Pearl Jam bar would hit it. I think. Pearl Jam are very. I'd go to a Pearl Jam bar. I know you yeah, would, yeah. and I would. Yeah. But I think they're and, very. And you would. And us whoppers. Hundred percent of those interviews said they yeah, don't have a Pearl Jam bar. Unfortunately, when we leave Tallinn, it might struggle for business though. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I think that Pearl Jam are very, very, very confined to the nineties, whilst Depeche Mode are not. Yeah. Well, no. The Depeche Mode are only two decades, aren't they? The eighties and nineties. Okay, but still. A Duran Duran bar. Yeah, because oh, yeah. you've got the 80s, yeah. you've got the 90s, because they did the wedding album, and then you've got that one song they did in the 2000s. Did Something about sunshine. And everyone likes Joanne Joanne a bit. Did you see, like, they got, like, a Lifetime Achievement Award at the Grammys or something, I'm talking about 10 years ago now or something, and they were introduced by Justin Timberlake, and he's like, I saw that. so here they are, recipients of the Lifetime Achievement Awards, Duran Duran! Oh, but it's like, man. no, I can only think of them as Duran Duran. Yeah, a do run run run. A do run run, run yeah. Yeah, they're, uh, they're good though. They did uh, Ordinary World was great. Mm. The, the whole of the wedding album was really good. Save a Prayer. You to a Kill, is that Joanne Duran? If you do a Kill. Did one of them, was one of them married to Paul Yates? Have I made that up? No, no, because Michael Hutchins was, but also. I don't know whether he was married mm, to her. He was know. philandering with her. Pass. Mm. Why? She was horrible. Yeah, but did you see that bed interview? Did you see that bed interview? Uh, the big no. breakfast bed interview. Uh, and they had they ended up having sex apparently about twenty minutes after it ended. It's actually to be fair, well, 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 well horny. Oh, the, the, no, <laughs> it's, it was Michael Hutchins. Oh, and, right. and, and <laughs> yeah, and Simon the Bond watched and wanked. No, it was it was those two together, and they were it, they were did this that section on on Big Breakfast called um, in bed on, with no on the bed I think on the bed yeah. on the bed and. Um, they interviewed each other and it was ridiculously like 
electricity. Uh, there's another one that was like that, but it wasn't on the bed, it was downstairs, and it was with, and this is the only reason I is remember. Is this Big Breakfast as well? Yeah, it's Big Breakfast, it's right, Polly yeah. 8's, I think, as well. No, it wasn't, it was Melanie Sykes. Because um, mm. it was Kavanagh. Oh, yeah! yeah. Kavanagh and, and Burley, they went off and. No! Of they were bonking. No, no but Kavanagh is gay. Burley, well, I don't care how gay you are, it's Melanie Sykes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Kavanagh can make you feel good, to be fair. <laughs> um, no, he, yeah, Kavanagh's gay. He, he definitely attacked He wasn't gay that day. <laughs> yeah. But Melanie Sykes also ended up leaving her husband. Right, this is like showbiz gossip now. And. Um, <laughs> We found our niche. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this is it. Um, Unsubstantiated uh, showbiz rumours. No, no, this isn't unsubstantiated at all. She, she uh, left her husband. Uh, that bit I'm not sure about. She may not. She may not have been married. <laughs> Let's not fact check this. It sounds better. Um, and then what she did was she went off with some guy on Twitter. Just some like builder who was like 23. Really, oh, wow. really publicly. Like he just messaged her mm. and they had a little bit of bants. And then met up, and then they got it on, and then they got married, and inevitably, very, very soon after, they got divorced, which was awful, really, because it was so public what she did. And um, and then Beth started seeing her in in her gym. Just, just to be clear here, Beth viewed her. Beth didn't start seeing. Her. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <But> wasn't like homosexuality has worked for my ex sex partner Kavada. With married mum of three, yeah, yeah. Beth Agenbar. Yeah, so, um, no, but Beth would text and say, I'm weird, yeah, do you remember? She texted, no, 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 I, she texted I, I, and said, she's like, she's naked. These messages. Yeah, this is... I'm here with naked Melanie Sykes. This is... This she's is sent photographs, it would have been a lot better. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she should have, she should have done a little selfie. She could have done a little... Patter. She, yeah. yeah. But another great story about a um, kind of same genre, Melanie Sykes. What are you, what are you staring at? What am I staring at? Now yeah. I'm just thinking about how you would take a photograph. But, uh, <laughs> Melanie Sykes. Like, you zoned out, here. totally. Yeah, no, so what... Um, but I was thinking about something topical to the podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, good. Professional. <laughs> yeah. I ruined it by just saying, what are you staring at? You look like, like something out the window. Anyway, so hold that thought. But Susanna Reid, my mate works with her... And um, <laughs> mate Bill Turnbull. No, no wait, they don't work together anymore. Yeah, yeah, is your yeah. mate Piers Morgan? You prick. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. This is he's a he's a member of the crew, and um, what happens was he obviously knows I like Sanary. Who doesn't like Sanary? And um, Kavanaugh, no. Kavanaugh, <laughs> <laughs> in the nineties, he loved her. Yeah, um, and she was like she has a person who changes her and gives her clothes and like she's a fucking bag woman or something um, no so you made it sound like she was a baby yeah <laughs> <laughs> and feeds her and wipes her no so what happens is the wardrobe woman uh, came out and said to um, the producer can you come in because um, I need to show you this dress because you need to find out whether or not can I have a long drink please yes Sorry, Ian's interrupting my really good Susanna Reid story. I'm not, I do it really quietly. By getting a uh, drink. Can you also bring some ice for me? Uh, yes. Is you, are your hands clean? No. Yes. Can you put <laughs> ice in a glass and then just bring it to me? Can you keep talking about Susanna Reid? Yes. So anyway, they brought the producer in uh, and said... Oh yeah, please, yeah. And, and said... Um, can you tell me if this dress is alright or will it strobe on screen, right? Because apparently that's what happens in TV right. land. And, um, strobe on screen? Yeah, like, you know, stripy dresses and stuff can sometimes make oh, a weird I pattern. Oh, I see. Yeah. Right. 
Um, I just had an image of like, that'll do, that'll do nice Susanna Reid having like a ravey dress on TV sort of <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a, they're like, what are they called? Hypercolour fucking dickens. <laughs> with like some banging beats. And, uh, I had to explain Global Hypercolour to a girl I worked with who's now A, been made redundant and B, had a baby. Neither of those are important. Um, and she's like about 28 and she, I explained the concept to her and she thought it was the greatest thing she'd ever heard. And thought it was amazing. She just couldn't believe it. It's awful real. because when you get hot, yeah. everyone can see. But yeah, you don't sweat as a kid, really. So uh, that's true, isn't it? Um, so anyway, uh, to finish this story and pour in my long drink, listen to that. It's like an advert. Um, Susanna Reid was standing there in her underwear um, when. Oh, yes, okay. exactly. When he when he was brought in. So, so change me, change me. So my assignment. So, <laughs> yeah, feed me. Wow. wow. <laughs> um, and so um, anyway. Aaron, my mate, told me that. Like, he was like, oh, you'll like this story. And obviously I was like, oh, fucking hell. And then I told Bennett, and he li- literally nearly had a heart attack. He was like, he actually said, that makes me want to, he said something like, that actually makes me want to stop what I'm doing and wank right this second. <laughs> she wearing heels. That is the first question I asked him. <laughs> is that brilliant? Because immediately I'm like, she's there in white underwear and black heels. <laughs> yeah, still. But she's also a consummate professional, so good for her. She's not that professional. No, she's one of those people that, you know, professionals that make things look easy, mm. make it almost seem like they're blasé. Like Dermot O'Leary makes it seem like he's not professional, but he's professional as fuck. If you see Kate, who, was, who did it before him? Who did X Factor before, before him? Oh, oh, Thornton, she's just rubbish. Yeah, Kate Thorne. Um, you could tell she was struggling. Oh, yes, I know. And when you see people struggling, this is what we're talking about. I think it's because she's a bit thick, whereas Dermot O'Leary, probably a very intelligent man. Mm. I think. I think he's. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Seems like a nice guy. I really like him. Yeah, he's like one of my celebrity. I would be mates with you people. That's good. Idea. I don't think he's hard up. Uh, no, well, for mates. Yeah. Uh, no, him and Tom Cruise. Like I said, I would. Uh, good old Tom Cruise. He's an excellent actor. I do not he's, want to be his friend. He is in it. Yeah, he's, he's an awful person, isn't he? Yes. Yeah, Scientologist. I read a. You know the woman from King of Queens. Do you know? Do you, do you know? Uh, Leah Romini. Yeah. She. I know she's got an autobiography because she was raised in Scientology. Mm. Um. And uh, yeah, was and, in and it for all her life. And yeah, she's left. And apparently, what they do to shame you in Scientology, like to stop you having a go at them when you leave. I can't believe we're thirty minutes in and we're already ruining the rest of our lives. And um, what they do is they like harass you and say all these bad things you've done. It's sort of did. You, her autobiography is just full of like times she's massively, massively fucked up, doesn't hide anything, so it's already out there, so the Scientologists can't blackmail her with anything. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but if she's going to put it in the book, she, she may as well not mention it, <coughs> and then maybe they wouldn't have said it? No, but they say that they, she certainly would have. So I, don't, I haven't read the book, but I've read a review of it. Have you read the book? But how much? No, but someone's told me about it. I quite like to read told it. told me stories about the book. I mean, you shouldn't read that. You should read that really interesting Scientology book I gave you around five years ago. Going Clear? Yeah. It has moved, moved to three different houses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and for, for, for about a year, I just put drinks on it um, when it was beside my bed. Did it make you feel guilty? Yeah, it made yeah, me feel guilty. It made me feel guilty every night. It's worth the money. Yeah, that and the other pile of books I have, which I've read. But she said that at one point, um, there was like this kind of. They were in the kitchen, I think, of. Uh, somebody's house or some Scientology centre and um, 
Tom Cruise was like, you know, pensively looking into his, what, what's that? Kind of like pinching no. his nose and closing his eyes. And, I, I don't know, I don't know. Well, what's that called when you do that? I don't think there's a word for it. No, there is isn't. Being in a sinus on for No, it's like <laughs> pinching, your, pinching your nose out of stress and kind of wincing. This is new to me. All right, fuck it. Well, anyway, he was kind of like, you know, in concentration and he just went, guys, 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 guys. He goes, L. Ron Hubbard is here. I am here, like right at the top. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, I, I am here, like just below Elmer Hubbard, and he goes, and you are here. <laughs> like, down there. So from a scale of Elmer Hubbard to whatever her name Leah is, Leah Rooney. Yeah, Leah Rooney. Yeah. But she, yeah, yeah, she really slagged off Scientology. Yeah, she's like well over. Yeah, and and you know, um, uh, my name is Earl. Yes, the guy from that is also a Scientologist, but he's also another born into a Scientologist. Oh God! Really? That's how old Scientology is now. You can be. It's 30 years old! Yeah, no. yeah, it's 50 so. Have you seen The Master, the film that's obviously based on Scientology, but they're not allowed to say it, and it's got Philip Seymour Hoffman pre-death as L. Ron Hubbard, not L. Ron Hubbard. Even though and, he does kind of look a bit like Yeah, Ron and uh, Joaquin Phoenix as a recruit. No. It's very good. I saw it in the cinema. No, I haven't seen it in The Master. Yeah, there's one more Philip Seymour Hoffman's wife, possibly Julianne Moore. It's been like six years since I've seen it, I can't remember. Um, just wax them off while he's staring in a mirror. Quite good. That's a bit narcissistic. Uh, yeah, but it's more like he's supposed to be the guy to control everything and she's massively controlling him by doing this. So it's all like it just explodes. Is that Julianne Moore? I think Every Julianne role Moore, she does, know. she's she's know. mega. She's doing some mega porn sexy thing. It's because she's quite tall and assertive looking. Yeah. She did a do great... Do you fancy him? I've got a mate who really, really, really fancies her. Oh, I do, yeah. She's knocking on a bit now. Don't really see it. No, no, no. She's she's lovely. Well, it's it's because she's very pale in in a in a in a circular thing like how black don't crack, pale don't age badly. Pale don't <laughs> fail. <It> fail. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, but uh, she was obviously in Boogie Nights when she did that yes. that really horny oh, scene. Yeah. Uh, Come and me unfixed. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Boogie Nights was was a great film. It's a great film. It is a bit long, but it's a great film. It is a great film. When I used to get, when I was for some reason, when I was hungover, I went through a stage of playing Sister Christian really loud. Well, that just hold that just that film reminds me of Mansfield. Just I don't know yeah. when it came out. Yeah, like, and that's when I started doing it before. in Mansfield. I had the I had the um, Sister Christian is like the motor. Yeah, I think the other one. What's the other one that's in the same mix that's in there? There's motoring, and then Goodness. there's. The, um, there's two songs that are back to back that are ace that are like that. Don't know. No, I don't know either. You know when they're playing the tunes in the guy's house and then the the, little, the firecracker guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say his little Asian sex. That was so cold. good. That super bit. tense, super tense. Me, yeah, and yeah, the are they doing? Are they doing so a tragedy, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, yeah, but they're and, and, and they're over because they don't have all they like they're giving them some standard drugs or they're giving them not yeah. all the money or something. So that's why they're also nervous. Yeah, I don't remember. What a film. But yeah, no, it really reminds me of university. Yeah, it does. There's lots of certain things that just the totally soundtrack. Just just well, just the whole film just makes me it just reminds me of being You know what you know reminds me of being at university? Um Fun Loving Criminals second album. Just to be a bit obscure. But when my sister got me that to go to uni with, so that's like what, what, 1998. And um and I listened to it the whole time and there's a couple of songs on there that if I listen to, it actually takes me back to being in the room, in my room in Mansfield. And all of that smell and all of that. I mean, it's a, like... Oh, the smell like, of Mansfield. 
Yeah. But, right, for the sake of the podcast slash you, uh, Ian, I don't know if you know this. What? You're saying I can't smell? It was there. No, 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 no. Me and, me and Tom, um, in, this, in the beginning of the second year, we oh, broke into Mansfield and, uh, and uh, yeah, in, in the toilet. No, we broke into Mansfield. And then, um, you know Al's door, which we broke in the first year? Yes. We were able to kick it open. Um, and there was some, yeah, poor, some poor freshman his first night away at uni, and we kicked it open. But the thing is, we then went back and did it on the first night I, of the third year. I was going to say, I remember doing that. We did it twice. It was literally like a tradition. We were like, oh, shall we go to Mansfield? Break in through the kitchen window and then, and then just kick some poor 18-year-old guy's door open who's shitting his pants. It's and terrible. because we're so nice and middle class, as soon as we did it, we apologised and shut the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, sorry, I'm sorry. It's terribly sorry. It's Mansfield's really sorry. fault for not fixing that door. I mean, yeah, but it appeared locked. It, it did appear locked. It's our fault for being so eminently door kick inable. Yeah. And you know who did that to his door? You know who broke his door? That was me. Oh, was I, I, I thought you were going to say Good money on it being Ben. No, oh, I have yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, um, no, I, I, um, I remember kind of like using the radiator to le- lever myself. Oh, you used physics. Obviously, it couldn't have been your own. Definitely wasn't those puny legs. Yeah, and I remember doing it and smashing his door open. And he had it locked, obviously. And then was kind of like, how the fuck did you get in? But you were... Do you also remember when we nicked his key, and this is when we used to call him Big Al, and what we did was, hang on, this is Was it Big Al or Big Gay Al, or did it just come from Big Gay Al? No, no, it was Big Al. Big Gay Al came later oh. from South Park. That was later, yeah. Hence, probably why he dropped the Big Al branding. <laughs> <laughs> um, and we, um, we, we nicked his key, and he, I'd never do this, he went to bed without his key. I, I just are you getting mixed up with Frenchie? No, yeah. no, no, no. Same thing happened to Frenchie. All right. And what, just a lap at all. And what we, what we, no, we. I don't know if, we, if you were there because you weren't hanging around with us in the beginning. And we opened the door when well, after after we'd been in bed for about twenty minutes, so the light was off and he was like half asleep. And we all bundled in like onto his bed. And there was about twelve people all just going big out, big out. <laughs> and all he did was go, "How did you get in?" It <laughs> <laughs> was just like, "Wow, oh, big out, big out." <laughs> And I was like, oh god, we did some terrible things to, to Al. Poor old Al. He had a, he had a the bit. The Frenchie story is still class. I was a, I was away that weekend, but oh. I saw the pictures. Yeah, for the sake for the sake of this recording, did anyone want to? Uh, yeah. So I I wasn't around for the start of it, but I was around for the end of it. Um, but such is my understanding, he lost his key. Someone took it off of him, and I don't even know who it was. And I'm I'm, I'm, I'm betting Bolson on this one I'm because it's quite a cunty thing to do. And I can remember, sort of, because I was there for the whole thing. And, um, <laughs> yeah, why don't you tell the story then? <laughs> between us, we can tell the story. But I've got some kind of a memory of Frenchie going, guys, I've lost my keys. Does anyone know where they are? And all of us doing a very poor job of playing. But good enough to... to <laughs> good enough to feel, to fool the urban farmer that is... <laughs> yeah, right. Who then went to bed. <laughs> he, he, did, he, did. <laughs> he went to bed... Starring Paul Gagan, despite obviously knowing someone had nicked his key. Also, he didn't work on a farm, did he? But I was convinced he did. Yeah, he no, because he, he, he's, he's from Watford. Yes, that's not a fucking farm. That's, that's a town. That's what I'm saying. Yes. That's not a sort of farm. <laughs> yeah. So I thought that uh, he worked on a farm for years for some reason. And in my head, he just was a farmer. And then it turned out he lived in a big urban sprawl. So, yeah. anyway, so he, knowing that his key had been stolen, Frenchie went to bed naked. And then... 
given it a bit of time, we all bowled into his room with his key, <laughs> took his duvet off him. And camera, and camera. And, took, and took photographs of him. Now, with, with just his chocolate starfish showing to the world. And it, was all, it was awful. It was, a, it was a very bad thing to do. Although, I... <laughs> <laughs> just, just the idea of the, like, him being naked, doing off, and the, a flash going off in the night. <laughs> Is this podcast just us confessing to crimes we've done? So yeah. we can... <laughs> I think if someone had taken Mikey, and I knew that it was out there, knowing what people were like at uni, I would have gone to bed fully clothed you would have put a chair against the door and you would have worn pants at least. I might even have had a baseball bat handy or something yeah yeah absolutely <laughs> <laughs> the, the funniest thing that happened with Frenchie which still to this day makes me laugh is when um, he some what they did was they taped they did like a cross hatch of tape across his door so this is all such fucking student bands isn't it um, so they put tape all the way down his door like so it was like a kind of screen of, 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 cell, of cellophane and uh, and then they, but then they cross hatched it and they put it across as well. So when he came to get into his door, he couldn't because on the door frame was this like net of sellotape. So what he did was he he op- he cut a hole in it so he was able to open his door and push it open through the little hole that he'd made. So he's t- so you can see into his room, but he had this. It's what advantage does that give him? Yeah, I, I have no idea. Well. He thought what he could then do, because he was such a big guy, was to run at the door <laughs> and smash it open. And he did it, and he runs at the door, and the whole door frame just comes off. <laughs> <laughs> like he just went, he just, he just went, like, did a proper, like, Wah! like American football bar drops. The door frame rips off completely. And obviously, everyone's like, I was, I was actually like tears coming down my face, crying with laughter. <laughs> and so then he had this door frame, which Ben's still got the picture of him holding it. And um, but then what he did was he was kind of like oh yeah great but now I'm going to bed and when he closed his door you could see into his room still because <laughs> the door frame wasn't there it was like yeah nice one mate <laughs> oh, it was actually brilliant and then the, he had a lot of bad luck at uni because that was also when he had his laptop on the table and those two guys broke into the hall yes yeah, so he got nicked and a crowbar opened his window nicked his laptop so, which bit which have been bad for anyone but he'd spent his entire <laughs> he'd spent the entire year playing I want to say World of Warcraft but that's obviously not true because it wasn't out but I don't no know it was um, it was uh, it was by the guys who made Ultima and it was when you went into a dungeon I think it might mean it wasn't Dungeon Master because obviously they can't use that but it was something like that. You, it was you were an evil guy, and you you ran a, a lair like a dungeon, and then you'd get heroes. Lair entry four pounds. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get heroes coming in trying to attack. And anyway, he's been like what months on this. He game? was dedi- He was very dedicated. <laughs> and some some fucking scumbags came in and nicked it. But what was then funny was his window didn't work. <laughs> like he, you couldn't open it, and they just they didn't even move, and they were just like, "Oh, sorry, mate, your window's broken." <laughs> Yeah, so our poor Frenchie, he had a lot of stick. All right, so what's the plan tonight? Uh, well, we're having the drink now and doing this, and then afterwards we're going to go out and get some food somewhere in or around the square. Then I want to go to some of those bars that were, you know, kind of the other side of the square where we ended up last yeah. night. Not kind Pitty of zone. bars. And then we'll go to a ridiculous crappy Club Hollywood or whatever it's called. Um, because that's the one place on a Sunday night that's guaranteed to be banging, unless we see something better on the way. We say that, we need to check it's open. I'm not that hungry. Nice. Well, on that note, um, okay, we're going to wrap it up. Thanks for listening. Three people who made it through. Uh, three people that made it through would probably be us three. <laughs> 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 uh, if anyone else makes it, I'll be impressed. 
What? They'd be like, Jamie's telling our Frenchie story again, for fuck's sake. If anyone else makes it to the end of the podcast, I'll be genuinely impressed. Yeah, but this is all... If we can put this on the internet somewhere and target Kavanaugh, we're going to get that core demographic of big Kavanaugh fans who are willing to get any information out of them. Uh, yeah. It's going to go really viral, is yeah. what people said I'm 20 sure, years I'm ago. sure that, that's not right, that story. He de- definitely, 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 definitely. It's like one of the six things I know. Kavanaugh had sex with Melody Sykes. That's, that's all right, can, you, can we quickly, before we go, just someone confirm that on their phone? Uh, okay. Are you connected you, to the Wi-Fi? Uh, yeah, you two continue talking about something else. What else did we do last night? I don't know. Um, we could continue talking about the Scottish bar we went to, which was deeply authentic. We haven't talked about today at all. Oh, we saw some nice churches. We saw some <laughs> Russian Orthodox churches. We saw some nice churches. I mean, it's been a nice day. We've had a couple of drinks in the sun, which has been love, lovely. Yeah, God, it was really nice. We went to this little cafe and we sat in the sun. the top of a church. Yeah, we yeah, ordered something 256 ridiculously steep stairs. We've got a nice view of the city. I took a, I took a great... One second, sorry, how do you spell Kavanaugh? Um, I think it's K-A-V-A-E-G. There's a G-H in there. Kavanaugh. I'll do Melanie Sage first. Okay, all right. Sorry. All right, I don't know whether it will be on Wikipedia, but it might be. Well, I'm not, I'm just going to... But Wikipedia's got footnotes, you see, so you can trust it. It's a reliable source. <laughs> Um, I took great pleasure in telling people on the way down from that church spire we got a long way to go. Yeah, I noticed the dad jokes. Yeah, yeah. Only halfway up. Really? But that pregnant woman walking up. Yeah. She, when she got up to that point, she was only about a quarter of the way up as we were coming down and she stood on that little landing and was actually going, oh, She had a smile on her face though. <laughs> That's all right. She had a smile on her face. She was enjoying her labour. Yeah. But um, she was about eight months pregnant, seven months pregnant, like really big. I don't know whether I would choose to climb up a church spire being... Pregnant. Being pregnant, yeah. Not that it would ever be a problem, but, I mean, you're carrying, like, an extra £10. Yeah, I guess it would be. Eight, well, no, yeah, fluid and everything. You're carrying loads, aren't you? Uh, okay. It doesn't appear to be... None appears to be... I haven't made this up. That would, if you're saying this is in my head, that's one of the weirdest things that's ever happened. It, yeah, it doesn't say, but it does have, like, Kavanaugh giving a shout-out to her on Twitter... Okay, maybe they're mates. No, they're definitely having sex. Go to, um, go to Melanie... Right, because Melanie Sykes is going to have a lot more gossip about her sex life, go to her Wikipedia page... I just did. ...and then look under personal life. I that's that's my favourite bit of Wikipedia. That, you go exactly on any, Yeah, did. you go under anybody's name and then you go to personal life because you just want to, like, check them out. So I'm just going to go... Because it's probably more important than Kavanaugh than it is for Melanie Sykes because she did other stuff. Yes, you're right, actually. <laughs> that, that's the highlight of Kavanaugh's career. Ah, so well, apparently it's, um, he had sex with Stephen Gately. Uh, yes, confirming that he is actually gay and wouldn't have sex with a woman. Uh, look, you're... Or Melanie Sykes on, uh, in a big breakfast toilet. You're a little... Uh, at two lock keepers. <laughs> <laughs> Old Ford Lock. Old Ford Lock, yeah. Two lock keepers cottages. I'm going to get my final long Okay. Uh, uh, I No, he had sex with Melanie Sykes. I'm not, I can't, I would not have made this up. But there's no evidence on it at there's all. There's no evidence anywhere. But there's no evidence for many things, like the stock market. Everyone believes in that. I, I reckon if you Googled the stock market, there'd be covered... Did someone get three? I got four. Yeah, they're, they're, oh. all, they're, all, hidden around the, um, they're all hidden around the freezer. 
Right, so to end this, this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> what you what you told us, it's definition of karma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to guess. Um, it's definitely not true. Uh, it's de- no, I'm, I'm really, really satisfied that it's true. And and also, this is what we were talking about the other night. Do you remember? In fact, we were talking about it when we were on that Finnish island. That Ulrika Johnson um, gets a lot of stick because she slept around a lot, but it's because she's a woman. Whereas if say. George Best slept around a lot. And Everyone did. was like, hey, if. <laughs> if he wasn't loyal to his wife that he loved, he would definitely, he would definitely get more stick. Uh, yeah, you get a lot of yeah. brush swag, innit? Yeah, I think, yeah. And, um, and also, you know, she had a lot of... I think Ulrika Johnson was just a woman trying to find love. With two gladiators and <laughs> uh, I'm the guy from a TV program that she was and the to marry off to someone else. <laughs> but he was and called the, Mr. Wright. And, <laughs> and the England manager, yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, I can, you can imagine them getting talking because, like, oh, we're the, we're, two, we're, the we're, 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 we're the two most famous Swedes in London. Sex. So, sex. <laughs> yeah. But apparently, Sven is. Um, I oh, spend me really, really. He's good, easy. good with women. Yeah, apparently he's supposed to be all over it, which is bizarre. Well, not really. He's smooth as fuck, isn't he? He's like ultra smooth. Yeah, but he's he's not like handsome old man. He's he's weird looking. He's weird. Oh, I don't know. He's he's. And I'm he's not, not, I'm awful hearted women. Delolio is is not anymore. They're not anymore. Well, no, because she he was with her. When, but I thought she when was he was like, with the, with the I think the she's like one of those stick with you through thick and thin types. No, she she stuck with him after Ulrika, and then I think classic Ryan Giggs kind of. I, again, I'm not sure, but I still think it's more reliable than your cabinet story. Is um, <laughs> that they they stuck again, together? You're accusing me of making up in 2016 <laughs> that Kavanaugh had sex with Melanie Sykes. Just, there can be no profit to be gained from this. All right, I I'm going to fact check this, and then next podcast we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna settle it. But um, uh, what was I saying about Sven? Sven, good at sex. Oh God, you've made me lose my thread. Um, well, you just said he was good with women. I think it was that. I think that was the beginning. Oh, was oh, George was Best? We're talking about Ulrika Johnson. No, we're going back too far now. There was a point. What's annoying is when I listen back to this. I think one of the three people who listened back to it. I think yeah. Anyway, the the long and the short of it is uh, yeah, Ulrika Johnson. She got she got a raw deal. That's what we're trying to say. Is that going to be our closing podcast? Yeah. No, the closing, the, yeah, the closing podcast point is Ian Mowat made up a lie about <laughs> Melanie Sykes. <laughs> just a blatant <laughs> lie. Just a random 90s, like the only 90s person you can think of, I know, Kavanaugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she also had sex with fucking Andy Peters. <laughs> and, uh, I actually the guy with Wet Loose. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, exactly. But she was uh, she was then on that show with um, Des O'Connor. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? Uh, I think I watched it once, and it was awful. Des O'Connor would like say, "All right, how's it going?" And all the like sixty-four-year-old women in the audience would wet their knickers. Yeah, it was horrendous. It was he, impossible. He was a more he was a more um, slightly updated version of Bob Bob Bob. What was his name? Mortimer? No, come on. Monkhouse? Bob Monkhouse, that's right, yeah. I, in fact, and this is definitely legal trouble, I wonder how Des O'Connor has been involved in Operation U-Tree. Because he's a ladies' man. He's a total ladies' man. Yeah, girls are ladies too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they're not, they're girls, then they become ladies. (laughs) 
I think Des O'Connor was, he's definitely creepy, but in Ooh. a, just, just Ooh. in a, not in a Sven smooth way, but in a, in a, in a slightly creepy way. He's, he's very creepy. That's yeah. Why that's why I reckon. Yeah, he's very, he's, he's greasy. I can imagine him doing really well with women in like, Benidorm. Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Hitting on a load of. Oh, expats. can you imagine some kind of yeah, some kind of cruise with special <laughs> guest yeah. Des O'Connor? Yeah, he would shag his way through yeah. half that boat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he had the half of men. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's he's got that weird kind of oak permatan, which mm. I think is the problem. He's got a very symmetrical face. Has <laughs> <laughs> he? Yeah, I've always thought that Des O'Connor. <laughs> Oak coloured, but symmetrical, so it's alright. But who's that other person? I think the darker your tan, the creepier you appear to be. Who are the who are the, who are the people uh, who's that guy? David Dickinson. Oh my Wait, god. Yeah. How creepy is he? Now if he got caught, caught up on you uh, you tree, you wouldn't be surprised, would you? Uh David Dickinson, I didn't mind as much as that guy who replaced him on Bargain Hunt with a huge gap in his front teeth, and every time I look at him, all I can think is your breath stinks. <laughs> nothing to back that up with but like he talks to people and I find myself recoiling from the TV no, but because he... I'm trying to brace myself for your terrible breath I know the guy you mean and he slept with Kavanaugh so <laughs> <laughs> oh she asked Kavanaugh then yeah or we got, by the transitive property Melanie says she'd be able to tell us uh, yeah that's right yeah. yeah after sleeping with Des O'Connor and some guy from Twitter <laughs> so next time on Melanie says it's all <laughs> sex life um, okay everybody say goodbye Bye-bye. Bye-bye podcast. Yeah. Why is that quantum leap? Yes, it is. It's quantum leap, yeah. What's the family fortunes when they all wave goodbye for... They have to wave goodbye for like... They have to wave goodbye for like... On that bombshell, keep it real. Later.